So we're starting Daf Yudalit at the Mishnah. Yeah. So, Kol Shivas Hayamim. So while the, during the seven days, while the Kain Gadol is uh, in is in seclusion, Lishkas Parhedron. So they would make sure that he would do Avoda. Huzarek Es Adam Umakir Okay, he would do the Zrika Stam of the Tamid, okay, um, and he would be Makhtar the Kairas, and he would be made to Vesaneiris, Umakhtar Vesarosh Vesaregel, so that's what those were the parts. Um, we're going to talk about, so he, he would bring the Kairas, made to Vesaneiris, that is to um, essentially clean, clean the Nairis or prepare them, right? That's what Metiv is to prepare them. It's not the Hadlakas Nairis, that would come later at night. So we're talking about the Avodis now of the morning, Umakhtar Vesarosh Vesaregel. He would bring the Rosh and the Regal of the Tamid, Bishar Kohayamim, and any other day. So, okay, that is, so these, during these seven days, what the, what the mission is saying is that we would make sure, so in order that he would be ready to do the Avodah Yom Kippur, so he would, uh, essentially, these were practice runs. Bishar Kohayamim, any other day, Imratzalahakrev Makrev, if he wants, it's his option to do the Avodah, um, any of these Avodahs that's part of the carbon uh, Seba or any Avodah. He can do it all on his own. Okay, and we'll discuss this, but because the Kain Gadol, he, he can be, he, he comes first if he wants. And as far as any Achila that would go to the Kainanim, he would get first. He has first rights to. First right of refusal on any Avaida or on any Achila. Okay, so now Zakta Gemara, Man Tana, who is the Tana of our Mishnah that says that the Kain? Should do the avodah for seven days. Amar Rav Chista Deloik Rabbi Akiva. It must not be Rabbi Akiva. Why? Di Rabbi Akiva Ha Amar Tar Shenafalav Haza Tumasai. That if you have a tar person, okay, we said. Now we're 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 going with the understanding based on the one we had previously. We first should discuss what about going to the other manda amram there, but we had a manda amram that held mazon of kol shiva. Well, the kohen gadol is in prisha. They would do haza every day in case there was some sort of tuma. We didn't, want, we didn't know which day. Remember, remember there was a three-way machlekes there. Um, but we're going according to my number that they did Hazah every day. So we're saying that our Mishnah, who holds that the Kayin Gadol does real Avayda, real uh, as a practice for Yom Kippur, must not be like Rabbi Kiva, because Rabbi Kiva holds that if the Mechatos, if, if the Mechatos were to be sprinkled on a Tahar person, it has the uh, inverse effect. So if the mechatos is sprinkled on a tummy person, they become tahar. And if it's sprinkled on a tahar person, they become tummy. And since, right, since we're only reason we're doing the hazas, there's no known tum on this person. So now he would hold that, in fact, the person would become tummy, according to Rabbi Kiva. Right? Titania, as a bra- and, and therefore we're asking, how could he do the avoida if the, we said every day they did haza, he's tummy. So how could he do the avoida? Uh, a kind of stomach can't do that. No, no, you're getting sprinkled on him. So if if they sprinkle, if they sprinkle, they do haza on a person who's tahar, or Akiva holds, then the person becomes tummy. If you sprinkle on a tummy person, then he becomes tahar. So the problem is that we have to assume that he's tahar. We do it as a chashash just in case he's tummy, but we have to assume he's tahar. So must be that Rabbi Kiva would hold it. You obviously can't do the avoda. The Gemara says. Okay, so a tahar that 
gets the mechatos water, it, it's it's metamehim. So how could he do the avoda if he's going to be tamei? Detanya, as we learned in a brisa, the hiza hatahar That the pasuk says that the uh, a tahar person does the haza on the tamei person. That's the pasuk uh, talking about the um, par, the the mechatos from the efer paraduma. So how does Rabbi Akiva learn the Pasuk? On, if it, it would make a tummy person tar, but it makes a tar person tummy. So it has the opposite effect to Rabbi Akiva. He says, the Chum argue, they say no. That this whole Pasuk is coming to talk about things that are makabal tumma. What does that mean? Mayhi. Okay, now what, is the, what does Rabbanon mean? It sounds cryptic. What's that talking about? Like we learned. Let's say you uh, dip, so what they would do is they would dip the Ezeb, they would have the stalks, and they would dip it into the water, and then sprinkle from the stalks onto a person. Let's say you had in mind to sprinkle onto a Behema. Behema is not Makabal Tama. Behiza Allah Adam. And you, um, I guess mistakenly, did the hazah on a person, not on the animal. If you still have water left, so you dip your stalks into the mechatas, you intend to sprinkle on an animal, you sprinkle on a person, so that's a good hazah. Okay, and if you still have water left on that azav, okay, now you want to sprinkle another person, so you can, you can do that. You can repeat. Let's say you have in mind to do hazan a person. Then you cannot repeat. Why? Because you, you use that hazan on something that's not makabal tuma. Okay, and that is what the Rabbanon is saying. That's what the Rabbanon are saying. That, um, that it must be the Yiza hatar alatame. You must, in order for the hazan to be a good hazan, it has to be a hazan. Or to be considered a hazah, it has to be hazah on something that's makabal tumah, the high note person, and not an animal. If you, and the different, the nafkamina here, the whole nafkamina they're talking about is, let's say you have water left, do you have to re-dip to create a new hazah, or could you still use the water that's left on the stock after you dipped it? So, my time with Rabbi Akiva. So, what's, so can that's the machlekes, how to learn the pasuk, or Rabbi Akiva learns to tell me that if you did hazah on a tummy person, they're tar, and a tar person, they're tummy. And the Rabbana learned to tell me that only a hazah on a person who is a person, to something that's makabal tumma, is considered a hazah in regards to reusing the, um, the azah. My time in Rabbi Akiva. My time in Rabbi Akiva. Nechta v'rachmana v'hiza hatar alav. Right? Let the pasuk just say, these are hatar alav. Why? When the Pasuk says, my, my al-hatame, why did it say, haviza hatar al-hatame? We know what we're talking about the entire time. The person who's tame, he's the one who needs aza. So why do we say that? Shmamina al-hatame, tahar al-hatar tame. Okay, and that is, that's how Rabbi Kiva, or that's the reason why Rabbi Kiva decides to learn the Pasuk in an interesting way that it'll have the, it'll have uh, the, the inverse effect. What type of tama would be on the person? Huh? We're talking about Thomas Mace. Well, you want to know what happens if... Yeah, a person gets sprinkled with... What kind of... Okay, so let's see, let's see in a second over here. Um, let's see over here. I have to assume it would be the same as Maga. There's going to be essentially four. We're going to we'll talk about this in a second. Rabbanon. 
So how the Rabbanon are going to learn the Pasuk of the fact that it had to say, Like we said, that the whole Pasuk, the Rabbanon are learning to tell me about things that are Makabal that if I did a part, if I used part of the Hazah, I used the initial Hazah on a person that's Makabal then I could reuse it, I could repeat, sprinkle again. So he says that it's a Kabal Right, the Rabbanon say, why don't they learn like Rabbi Kiva? It's a very simple Kabbalah Chaimer. Im ala tamei tahar. If, if a tamei, if, if the mei chatas has the power to be mitzahar, a person who's tamei, so ala tahar lo kol shekein. Rabbi Akiva, what's he going to do with this Kabbalah Chaimer? Hainan tukar mar shlema. That's what shlema, the, the word shlema said in Kayeles. Amarti achakma. Okay, that I will be, I'll wise up. And still, that certain things are beyond comprehension. And you're right, even though this is a Kabbalah Chaimer, that if the Mechatos, the water, has the ability to be Matar, a Tami person, that it would be Matama, the Tar person, it's a strange thing, but that is what the Pasuk is referring to. Rabbanon. Rabbanon say that no, yeah, I agree that this Pasuk is talking about Inyan Mechatos, however, we're not talking about the fact that it would, the Rabbanon don't hold that if a Tami person, if a Tahar person got it, they would become Tami, but rather, that what's interesting, that what Shalom found interesting about Mechatas is that the Maza and the Mazin Olav, that's the Mitahar and Mitahar, the person who is doing the sprinkling and the person who's getting sprinkled are both going to be Tahar. However, somebody who just randomly touches it, so what we're saying is we created two different worlds. For the people that are involved in it, it's tar. But if somebody, if a random person, if a random coin would just touch it, he would in fact become tummy. Okay. So the Gemara asks, really, umaze tar? You're telling me that according to the Chachamim, the maze is tar? Vaksiv, what does the Pasuk say? It says, umaze mehanida yechabes begadav. He has to, umaze mehanida yechabes begadav. The person who actually does the sprinkling, who applies it, so the tummy person, he has to uh, keep his begadav. He has to be table his clothes. He becomes tummy and his clothing becomes tummy. So the Gemara says, no, that maze is not the person doing the sprinkling on the tummy person, but rather, my maze negeya. That is somebody who would just touch it. So the Gemara says, v'hak siv maze, v'hak siv negeya. Well, we already said negeya. That he'll become tummy. So we have... We have a, a so what the Gemara says, maze begadim, that a maze, the Pasuk said, and a Nagea does not need. We just said that a Nagea is The maze needs kibas begadim, that means he becomes tummy and his clothing need to be table. And a regular person touches it, only he becomes tummy, not his clothing. So how could you tell me that a Nagea? That the maze is really a negea, that's somebody who just touches it. We see that it's a different category. So the Gemara says, Ella, my maze noise. Okay, so essentially now what the Gemara is ans- a- answering is that there's four, the, the, pos- the Pesukim are dealing with four possibilities. There's the person applying it, the Kayan who's applying it, who's sprinkling, on the person who's Tame. They're both going to be Tahar. Somebody who carries it is called a maze. Maze is noise. And he would become Tame and his begadim need kibos, and then there's a regular person who touches it but doesn't carry it. That would just need that would just need tvila. He just becomes tummy himself. Okay, so it's four. We're dealing with four. So let the pasuk write noise. My time maze. 
Why did the Pasuk say Mazah? Why didn't it just say Naseh? If that's what you meant to say, right, why confuse us and say Mazah? We already had a Mazah in our mind. That's the Kayin HaMitzahir. That's the applier. So why would you say, why would the Pasuk call, that sounds like the, the plier is Mazah, and you're saying that Mazah is going to be tummy and require Kibbutz Begadim. So why would you call him the Mazah, just call him the Naisei? So how come Ashmelon, the Ba'inon Shir Hazah, that why did we call him the Mazah? Because you need the Shir Hazah in order to be Metame, a tummy person for carrying, in order to be Metame, somebody who carries the Mechatas to require to, that he's tummy and that is begadim aratame. You have to have the sheer hazah. So isn't the person who is doing the hazah also being a yosef? And he also carries. And yet the pasuk says that's exactly what's that. Why we're that's how the rabbanon are learning the pasuk of amarti achakma. That it doesn't make any sense that the person who's doing the hazah and the person who's getting the mazin are both dar, but a mazah, okay, is going to be tummy. So we see it does it is matame, and he's carrying it. So that's the amarti achakma that that Shlomanal said. So now this answer works that you're telling me that the Naisei, the reason why it calls the Naisei the Mazah, that the person who's Tameh is not the Mazah, both the applier and the person, the Tameh person are both going to be Tahar. But this, this refers to a random person who's carrying it. And we call him Mazah to tell me you need Shir Hazah. Now that, don't, that answer only works. That it does not need a specific amount. So the Gemara answers, I feel Okay, that is in the process when you're using the whole machlekes, does a hadza need a shear or not? So according to Mandamar holds it doesn't. That means when you, you are, you are uh, doing hadza on a tummy person, when you're trying to affect it, that's a machlekes whether you need a shear or not. Could be there, you don't need a shear. Any amount is good enough. You're within the process of the purification process of the. Um, of the Efer, of the Paraduma, Avabimana Srikashir. Okay, however, but when you are going ahead and dipping, so you're right, I don't need a, a, a shear when I go ahead and I apply it. But when I stick, when I, when I uh, dip the stalks in, then I need a certain amount. So how much do you need to, when you dip the stalks into the water, you have to have kadesh yitbol roishe gavulin biyaza enough that you're dipping in, okay? That you should be able uh, to do a tefila. That you should have enough to be able to apply. Okay, good. So now this was all just to, just to trace this back. We we the Mishnah said that all seven days the kohen goes ahead and he does the avodas regular avodas, and the Gemara says makes a statement that this must not be like Rabbi Akiva because Rabbi Akiva holds that a person who is Tahar, that gets sprinkled, since we say Mazen Kol Shiva, a person who gets sprinkled becomes Tameh, and if he becomes Tameh, he can't do the Avayda. <coughs> okay? And, that, that, and we went through that sugya a little. The Machlag is in Rabbi Kiva, and the Chachamim, we have to say that our sugya is like the Chachamim, and that's answer number one. Comes along Abaya, he comes along with a very simple answer. Abaya Amar, Afilu Temer Rabbi Akiva, no, our Mishnah can be Rabbi Akiva as well, but what happens? You do the Avaida during the entire day. And as it gets close to the evening time, right, a few minutes before Shkia, late in the afternoon, 
vitavil. So now you go ahead and sprinkle. So you're right, he becomes Tomei. Then vitavil, he goes into the mikvah. Shemesh, and there's of Shemesh. And now he's tar again for the next morning's Avedah. Okay, so very simple. We can have both. Why are you assuming that our Mishnah is going to be at the Chavim and not Rabbi Akiva? You could have both. Okay, could simply say he does the Avedah all day. And then you do the Hazal late in the day. So that by the time Harav Shemesh comes around for the next morning, he's going to be fine. And that's what we do all seven days. Um, fine. And then we said, we said in the Mishnah, Makter Sakteris Umetiv Es Haneris. So first, and the Gemara is going to shtell on the, the order over here. That he was Makter the Kteris and then Metiv the Neris. So the Gemara says, Alma Kteris Beresha Bahadur Neris. So we see that now we had a similar suya in Psachim, but that was discussing later in the day when we lit the menorah. Here we're talking about the Hatavas Neris. Okay? So Alma Kteris Beresha. So we see that the Makter Kteris first, Bahadur Neris. And then the Hatavas Neris, Vera Minho, when ask a steer, the Gemara in Tamid says, Misha Zacha Bedishan Mizbeach Apnimi. So it's talking about um, the process. Tamid talks about the process of the Tamid. So what was the daily Avaidah in the Besamekdash? So Misha Zicha Bedishan Mizbeach Apnimi, the one who won the pious, the lottery, they had all these lotteries for different Avaidahs. So whoever won the lottery, Bedishan Mizbeach Apnimi, Umisha Zacha Bedmenaira. So we see it says Dishem Zeach Apnimi Minayra Misha Zacha Bekteres Kteres Amar Rav Huna. So what do we see here? We see that Minayra came before Kteres. Okay, so it's a stira. Our Mishnah said Kteres comes before that Tavas Minayra, and there it says that Kteir, that that the Minayra comes first. So Amar Rav Huna Mantana Tamid who is a Tana of Tamid Roshimana Ish Hamitzvahi. Okay, so we have the Agmar's answering that it's a different, it's a specific Tana. Our Tana is a Stam Tana. Okay, and that is a specific Tana of Rav Shimon HaMitzvah. And Rav Shimon HaMitzvah argues, or we're saying it's a Machlekes Tanayim. Our Tana holds that Kuteris comes first and then comes Hatavas Neiras. Then they would clean up the Neiras. And the Tana and Tamid holds that no, it's the other way around. That first they would be made to the Neiras and then they would do the Kuteris. You're trying to say that the Tana over there in Talmud is Roshim and HaMitzvah. I got a problem with that. We learn the other way. So they come when they're bringing the they're bringing the um, the Eila. Uh, 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 okay, so the Talmud. The Talmud is an Eila. Okay, now the Din is the din is, and we're going to we'll discuss this uh, a little bit, ex- quite extensively, going into the next coming days. So, an oila requires uh, both an oila and a chatos both require hazaa on the mizbeach, but they're different in how you would apply it. The oila has what's called shtein shein arba, so they would go to the two corners, which is the northeast corner, and put one hazaa on the corner. Um, it would actually be down down low at the east side, but down. Uh, they would do one hazah on the corner, and it would be on the northeast corner, and that would count as a north and an, and an east. And then you would go to the to the southwest corner, um, right? So you go to uh, the uh, northeast corner, and then you would go to the southwest corner, and then put one on the southwest corner, and it would sprinkle around both sides. So you had two matanas, two applications that were shaim shein arba, is what it's called. A chatas requires four separate 
um, four separate ones. Now, you could go to the same corner, but you have to do one on the north, one on the east, one on the south, one on the west. So it's Arba Shein, so Dalit Shein Dalit. So it's just a question of how many times you're applying. So according, so, so Nason, so Bala, the camera Mizrach, it says the Mishnah Tamid, that when he's coming to bring Maktir, the, or Duzrikas Dam for the carbon Tamid, so Bala, the camera Mizrachas Tufinus, he goes to the northeast corner, Nason Mizrachas Tufinus, he does one application on the northeast corner. Maravas Doremis, the southwest corner, Nason Maravas Doremis. He says no. He argues. That's the Tanakama. Tanakama holds it's Shaim Shein Arba for the Tamid. The Tamid is an Ayla. That's not a question. And an Ayla usually gets Shaim Shein Arba. We'll see the reason here. However, he says you do it differently. So you're right. On the, on the um, northeast corner, you do Acha Shem Shtayim one application that, that counts for both sides, the north and the east. Ma'ravis to Remis, Nesin Ma'rava, you put, you come to the southwest corner, you do one on the west, and that means that you require two separate hazas on the southwest corner, which means essentially that the, that the Tamid would have three hazas on the northeast corner, you'd have a Shtayim, one application that would account for both sides. And then on the southwest, it would be one on each side. So what's our point here? And we'll get back to this, but what's our point here? The point is that Rosh Hashim and Isha Mitzvah in Tamid is arguing on the Stam Tana. So how could you say that Rosh Hashim and Amitzvah is the Stam Tana of Tamid? He argues on the Stam Tana. Right? We had a steer between our Mishnah and the Stam Tana. We tried to say that the Stam Tana is a different Tana of Rosh Isha Mitzvah. What do you mean? They can be, the Stam Tana there can be, because Rishimin clearly elsewhere in Talmud argues on the Stam Mishnah. So then the Gemara says, okay, El Amar Av Yechanan, Man Tana Seder Yuma Rishimin Isha Mitzvahi. He's fine, so our Tana is Rishimin Isha Mitzvah. And that's what we're going to stick with right now. So, again, it's Machlokas Tana, and we just switched around who holds what. Our Tana is Rishimin Mitzvah, and then there's a Stam Tana in Talmud that argues, and our Tana holds that the Ketaris comes first, and then comes that Torah Sineris. Now, still, our Gemara is going to ask, a stira within Yuma itself, because, Virami Seder Yuma, Seder Yuma. We're going to have a stira in Seder Yuma, Ditanan. Because we're going to learn later, when we talked about, we talk about the different, uh, we're also going to have the order. So the time Pais Hasheni, we have different lotteries to determine who does, who does the Avodah. Mi Sheichet, so we're going to, so the second Pais comes to figure out who is going to... So the first pious was to figure out Trumas HaDashen. That came early. That was the earliest Avaida. We'll see Trumas HaDashen comes. Um, normally it would come uh, right before Alois, I think. And Yom Kippur, the Kayin would do it after Chatzais. Okay. Um, to, to save for the day. So you wouldn't have Cholsha. But the second pious is Misheichet. Normally, who would do the Shechita? Mizeirek. Who would be Zerek, the Dam of the Oilas? So Shechitas Tamid. Zrikas Tamid, Mimidashin Rezecha Pnimi. Who would do, who would be Midashin Rezecha Pnimi, the inner one? Mimidashin Esha Menorah. Who would be Midashin the Menorah? So that is Hatavas Neiris. Right? Midashin me, right? So that is to deal with the ashes of the Menorah. That is Hatavas Neiris, where you prepare it, right? You take out the old wicks and you, you prepare it with new wicks. Mimile Varim Lekevesh. Who is going to bring the Evarim up to the, on the ramp to the Mizbeach? Pais Hashlishi. What's the third Pais for? 
Chadashim Lekteres Ba'u. Any Kayin that never, so um, the Kateris had a special school for Ashiras. And therefore, what we wanted to do was make sure that no Kayin would get it twice. We wanted everybody to have a chance first. So they would go out and they'd have a pious. They'd say, any, any Kayin who never had a chance to do the Kateris, you can come and be part of this lottery. Chadashim, anyone who never brought the Kateris before, Chadashim, Kateris, Ba'u Vafisu. Come and join this pious, this lottery, to determine who's going to get it. Okay, who's going to get this chutz? But what do we see? We see clearly from this b'risa that it says, let's look at the order again. So we see that the k'teris comes after the atavas aneiris. So we said in our Mishnah that first comes k'teris, then atavas aneiris. And later we're going to say that you have atavas aneiris and then you have k'teris. Got the stira? Out of order. So, Amar Abaya, so how are we going to deal with the fact that in Yuma, <clears throat> it seems, the, it's, we seem to have a stira. So, Amar Abaya, like Kasha, Kan ba'atavah shtei neiris, Kan ba'atavah shchamesh neiris. So, the Gemara is answering that the hatavah's neiris, all seven, there were seven neiris, they weren't all done at once. There was five, they did five first, and then two. So there's going to be machlekes between the Rabbanon and Abashol. We'll see in a second what used to separate between the, the Hatavas Neiris. According to the Rabbanon, it was the, it was the Keteris. So the answer is, you want to you have a stira. Was the Keteris done before the Hatavas Neiris or after? That's our stira. The answer is both. It was done right in the middle. So our mission was talking about the Shtei Neiris, the last two Neiris, okay? And therefore, it said, Keteris comes first. And the uh, Mishnah Brisa later, the Mishnah later that says that, that says that Keteris came after, was talking about after the, right? So we're talking about before or after the last two. Everyone's going to agree that you did the five, Hatavas and Neiris first, okay? And then the question is, um, what came first? Our mission is talking about the first, right? We said, So in ours, we're saying, came first, then was talking about the last two. And over there, when we said, and then the Kateris, that was talking about the first five. Okay, the Farshim Shtel, it seems a little out of order. Why would in the beginning of the Septa would we be talking about, you're saying that the Kateris come before the last two, and later, we're, we're going to, later in the Septa, when we're talking about order, we're talking about the first five. Right, it seems out of order. They discuss it here. So here we're saying we're just to, we're just coming to introduce the concept of the kain. Uh, we're not as mocking on the order, but it, it is discussed. Okay. So, anyways, so I'm Rabbi like Hasha Kamba Tava Shteneris Kamba Tava Chamesh Neiris. That our mission is talking about the Shteneris. So Kateris came before the Shteneris, and there it's talking about the Chamesh Neiris. Kateris came after, and that's our answer. So Frakta Gemara. So you want to tell us that... Now, everybody agrees that you didn't do Hatavas of the Zionaris at once. That there was definitely something, was, uh, uh, something interrupted. You want to tell me that the Kateris is what was Mavsik between the five and the two? So Abaya was, uh, putting, um, was, was putting in order the Avoidas, Mishmei de Gemara, and what did Abaya say? Abaya was listing the order of the Avodah, and he said, you know what comes between the Chamesh Neiris and the Shtei Neiris? 
it's the dam, the zrikas dam of the tamid, not the katiris. So how could you try to say, there's only one thing done in between. There's one thing done. There was one thing that, that, that cut up the Hatavas and Eris. So how could you say it's Kateris because it's convenient for you to answer your stira? Abayas was listing the order and he said the Dam comes in between the Dam of the Eula. The, so the Gemara says, I'm like, Kasha, Hahila Abashol. That's a Machaikus in the Rabbanon Abashol. What was Mafsik in between Hatavas and Eris? Hala Rabbanon. Ditanya. As we learned in Abraisa, La Yitavas and Eris, Vachakachiakter. You shouldn't do Atavas Haneris and then do the Kateris. Ela Yakter Ba'achar Kach Yitav. Okay, that you should, you, should be, you should do the Kateris first and then be made of all the Neris. That is the Rabbanan Shita. So they hold, they hold uh, Kateris. Abashal Oimer, Meitiv Ba'achar Kach Makter. That Abashal holds that no, you did it. The, the, the Kateris comes and we'll see why in a second. We'll see why tomorrow there's really no great stopping place unless we want to go three quarters of the way or halfway down tomorrow's Zamad. Okay, so we'll stop here, but we're going to see exactly why, what the Machlechus is, but we see that there is a Machlechus. Was the Kateris done only after all that Tavas Neiris, or could the Kateris have been done in the middle? That's Machlechus between Abana and Abashol. And what we're answering is, this, we're answering the Stira in our Mishnah, was the Kateris done before or after the Tavas Neiris? The answer is, we're going like the Rabbanon, who say that the Kateris Cut that Tavis and Eris, five and two. First he did five and then two. And the answer is the Kateris was done both before, before that Tavis and Eris and after. Dainu before the last two and after the first five. Two. So to review, we started with the Mishnah. Sorry, David. Said so we started with the Mishnah, a review from the Mishnah. Oh, I'm sorry. And this year we find a convenient place to stop. We don't necessarily stop on the last word. No, I actually didn't have it, but you don't want to go with the Mishnah yesterday. So, yeah, so he said all seven days he's Zayrek, and Rechista wanted to say it's not like Rabbi Akiva, because you have to do Hazah, Kol Shiva, and he learned, okay, that a person, a Tahar person, who was applied with the Mechatos, would now become Tame, so you couldn't do the Avodah. And the Rabbanan, they learned, they, they used it to tell me that Hazah needs to be on something that is Hizah Hatar Ala Tame, means it has to be, uh, Hazah is only a good Hazah if, or the application in, if the Hazah, the first one sprinkling was done on something that's Mechabal meaning that the Rabbanan hold that if you wanted to go ahead and reuse it, it depends. Was, if, if, if you wanted to, there was still water left and you wanted to reapply it onto a tummy person, you have to look at what the original, the original sprinkling was done. If it was done in an animal, which isn't a kabbalah then you can't reuse it. You have to redip. Okay, and then we learned, and we, once we got into the, a little bit into the weeds on this machlekes, so we, we, we learned that the Pasuk said, said that, that this whole thing, in a way, this mechatas um, uh, seems counterintuitive. So Rabbi Kiva learned that that was that we don't say a kalvah chaymer. Right? The Rabbanon said to him, there's a kalvah chaymer that if the mechatas has the power to be mitahar a person, for sure it should be mitahar a person. And we said that is amartia chakma. You're right, it doesn't make sense. And the Rabbanon hold that no, what is the amartia chakma? What is the counterintuitive part? That the person both mazeh, which we said was the person uh, applying, and, uh, right, so the, the he's on the, and the he's of the person, so the mitire and mitire, both the person um, administering the mechatas and the person getting it 
it would remain tahar. However, even though the maza is moving it and carrying it and touching it, that we have this concept that the maza may need a yichabes begadav, that a, a regular carrying person carrying it would become tummy and his clothing would become tummy. You need, he would need kibos begadim. And we said, what is it? Then why did it call him the maza? Because you need hashir hazah and a person who touches it. So he would only need, he would only require, he would only require tefillah for himself and not kibos begadim. So that was a, a one way of dealing with this. We said it's not like Rabbi Akiva. And Abayah said, no, you could even say that our entire Mishnah saying that the Kayin Gadol does the Abayah is Rabbi Akiva. Okay, and what did they do? Quite simply, he would do the Abayah all day and they only did the Hazah. At the end of the day, you're right, he became Tameh, but he had Har of Shemesh and he was good to go the next morning to do the Abayah. Okay, and then we, we brought up that um, our Mishnah said, Maktir Sakteris, Sakteris comes first, and then you do the Hatavas Neiris. We asked the steerer from Tamid. The Tamid says the other way around, you do Hatavas Neiris, and then you Maktir Sakteris. And we said, the Mishnah in Tamid is Rosh Hashanah Mitzvah. And we, asked, and we asked on that, we said, no, it can't be Rosh Hashanah Mitzvah, because Rosh Hashanah Mitzvah argues there in regards to the Matanis of the Zrikas Dam, whether it is the Tanakama holds that for the Tamid, which is an Eila, it's Shaim Shein Arba, and Rosh Hashanah Mitzvah says it's a hybrid. Essentially, it's three. You have Acha Shem Shtayim and then two individuals. So we see from the fact that Roshim HaMitzvah argues on the Stam there. So the Stam in Tamid can't be Roshim HaMitzvah. So the Gemara answer is, okay, you're right. So the Tan of our mission is Roshim HaMitzvah. And then we ask the Stira that, yes, over here it says we, that we brought the Keteris first and then the Tavis Neiris. But later in the Masechta, we're going to say that you do the Tavis Neiris and then the Keteris. And we answered that it depends, right? It's in the middle. Like the Rabbana, not like Abishol. Abishol, like we're going to see, holds that the Keteris was only done after that Tavis of all seven eras. And we're going like the Rabbanon. And um, we're going like the Rabbanon. And our Mishnah, which says that the Keteris came before that Tavis Neiris, is talking about the last two Hatavas. It was five and two. Okay, that they would take a break in, 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 in the middle. And uh, the Mishnah later that said that Keteris comes after that Tavis Neiris, that is talking about the first five.